Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. Thank you for sharing this space with me today. I'm really excited that you are all here and listening. And today I'm going to talk about something that I've been trying to put into words for a while. And finally, I've kind of found a place to maybe give a little education and teaching around what to me is a really interesting subject. If you haven't listened to episode 101 on the dopamine system, I'd really recommend listening to that first before you listen to this one because I'm going to use some of that information from that uh, past episode to go a little deeper into what, well, and to go a little more practical into what we're talking about today. So if you haven't listened to episode 101 on the dopamine pathway, um, head back to that one and listen to that one first and then come back to this episode. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how binging behavior and overeating behavior is not about excess pleasure or gluttony, which is often um, the message that many of my clients who come to me with these issues talk about. Um, I know I used to feel this way about myself when I was in the midst of um, binging uh, with food and we, I really want you to start to understand that these behaviors come from a part, well, a part of it is from not being able to experience pleasure fully. So the belief that society tends to hold around overeating or binging behavior, people who do this or overweight people, but often people who suffer from binge eating uh, and or just overeating are not overweight, um, but but you know the the idea that society seems to hold or or the message that we get is that you know these are people who are gluttons and they just eat and eat to experience more and more pleasure. They're just you know loving every minute of eating all the food and really starting to understand that this is false uh, for yourself if you deal with these behaviors can be such a relief from shame and guilt, which is usually the feelings that many of us who deal with these issues uh, take around with us. So keep listening to learn what your overeating or binging behavior is actually about and how to harness more pleasure in order to reduce overeating and binging behaviors. And I'll get into how that harnessing of more pleasure can actually help to reduce overeating and binging behaviors. Back in that episode 101, we talked about how the dopamine pathway or dopamine system gets kind of out of whack and and it's not actually about gaining pleasure. 
dopamine is not about pleasure. It's really about motivation, right? Motivating ourselves, um, motivating our behavior towards something. It's, it's about pursuit. It's about the drive to get the thing. And it's not about the thing. And so we talked about how we can start to harness our dopamine system on purpose through our thinking, through thoughts, to start to shift that system to help make it easier to engage in the behaviors around food that we actually want to be engaging in. Most of us would say we just want to eat normal (laughs) and to not be engaging in the behaviors around food that we don't want to be engaging in, like overeating or binging. Most of us do not want to actually be overeating or binging, but feel this drive to do so. So piggybacking on that idea, I want to go a little bit deeper on a more practical level to really talking about over-desire versus pleasure. Just a quick interruption here to tell you about a new product I've been using. I recently was sent a couple of products from the Amino Co., the Amino Company. It's abbreviated Amino Co. This company specializes in a few different formulas that are centered around amino acid supplementation. I did a pretty deep dive into the company as well as the research behind their formulas which is based on some initial research done by NASA. And beyond that, they used many clinical research studies to create their formulations. And amino acids are what build our proteins that make up our tissues and our bodies, as well as they are involved in almost every cellular process within our bodies. I really got into learning about amino acids years ago because they are such a huge part of muscle growth and maintenance. And you all know how big I am on building and maintaining muscle for longevity and staying active and healthy as we age. Most of you also know I'm a huge proponent of protein. And if you are a client of mine, a weight loss client of mine, you are well-versed in me harping on you about working to get more protein into your diet on a daily basis. And this is one of the keys that can help you lose weight and keep it off. So protein which is made up of amino acids, is really, really important. The other issue with amino acids is that we cannot produce all of them in the body that we need. We need to get some of them, and these are called essential amino acids, through our food or supplementation. So if we don't consume these essential amino acids on a regular basis, our bodies lose the ability to uh, create as and, and also maintain muscle mass as well as bone density, And it's really important for both these things as we age. My favorite product of theirs that I tried was the Life Supplement. This one is really for those of us who are mostly focused on maintaining as well as still building muscle as we age. In clinical trials, this one showed that it was that it enhanced physical function and muscle strength and supported heart health. I also just really like knowing that along with staying focused on getting in my dietary protein amount, I am also supplementing with the essential amino acids that I want daily for my long-term goals of strength, muscle maintenance, and staying healthy as I age. So since I decided I trusted this product and felt the benefits of this product, and because you are a listener of this podcast, you can try their products for 30% off, which by the way, is a really big discount amount. Uh, You can use my referral link, which is aminoco.com slash HH30. Again, that is A-M-I-N-O-C-O.com slash capital H, capital H, 
the number three, the number zero. So go to aminoco.com slash HH30. Choose your product or products. And at checkout, you can use the discount code again, HH30, capital H, capital H, three zero for 30% off your entire order. When our dopamine system is hijacked to drive us towards overeating and binging behaviors, what's really going on as we are feeling those urges, those, those needs, those uncomfortable sensations in the body that really drive us into those behaviors of overeating or binging and you know, another way to understand this is is about over desire. We're desiring the thing, the food, more than we're actually enjoying or feeling pleasure when we are eating the food. And this is a really big difference, and it's really important to understand so that you can start to work on that over desire in order to lessen that drive, that urge, that itch that seems to not be able to be scratched unless you're eating. If you're, if you're an overeater or deal with binge eating, uh, you're, I think you're going to understand this. You're, you're going to understand what I'm about to say. You really don't experience much pleasure in the actual moment of the overeating or the binge eating. There's some relief felt because you've been over-desiring the thing. And so when you finally have it, there's some relief that you finally have it, but there's not a lot of pleasure. And and particularly after a binging episode or after an overeating episode, it's almost the opposite of pleasure because not only are there typically really not good, sometimes awful physical sensations that now you have to deal with, but there is also the emotional and mental shaming and guilt that goes on from the binge eating episode or the overeating episode, which also is really the opposite of pleasure that one can experience. So the overeating and binging does not create pleasure. It is over desire that drives us, that hijacking of the dopamine pathway that creates the drive for or the over desire of to want to eat the food. And so once, you know, we're really clear that that drive to overeat, the drive to binge eat is not about seeking pleasure. In fact, it actually leads to the opposite. It is really about a pathway that's creating over desire for the food. And it's about the wanting, the needing, and the anticipation or the pursuit. And then right before the first bite, or maybe during that first couple of bites, there is a relief because the needing and the wanting has been fulfilled. It's like an itch that you have and you finally get to scratch, right? There's relief uh, that, that has been fulfilled. But there's not pleasure in that moment. If you really get good at being mindful in these moments, you will recognize that feeling is not the same as pleasure. Relief is not the same as pleasure. Okay, so why am I talking so much in detail about all this? And the reason is because when I work with people who um, are diagnosed with binge eating disorder, 
and or people who maybe don't fit all the criteria the DSM-5 talks about for binge eating disorder, but they're overeating to discomfort. Um, they're overeating to deal with emotional issues. There is so much shame and guilt uh, that these clients talk about when we finally get to some deeper levels of relationship and being able to talk about these things. And I've been there myself, that really deep shame and guilt. Um, and that shame and guilt is so detrimental for actually healing the binge eating or the emotional eating or the overeating. So understanding that this is not, you know, you are not a person who is gluttonous. This is about a person whose dopamine pathway has been hijacked to create a drive and anticipation. And then that, you know, that anticipation towards a perceived reward that is used for relief. And once I can help my clients and, and maybe hopefully you, if, if you're suffering from this or if you know someone who is so that you can understand them a bit better, once I can help people start to shift their story around this, from, from there, we can start to do the work of creating more pleasure on purpose. And creating more pleasure on purpose can really help unwind ourselves from thinking that we are seeking pleasure in food. I have found that the more pleasure I can teach my clients to have in their daily lives, and I have found this for myself as well, the more we can shift that over-desire for food through creating pleasure on purpose on a daily basis through that work and emotional work and behavioral strategies, we can really get to a place where the overeating and the binging behaviors really start to slow down. And by doing these things, we are interrupting that dopamine pathway. And this is where we start to feel that drive to overeat. Sorry, that's my cat who just fell off a chair. That is, that is when we really start to feel that drive to overeat or binge less and less and less. I did a full episode on pleasure and I did look back so I can give you the episode number. It was episode 57. So I really recommend after this, you take a listen to that one as well because I go into a lot more detail on figuring out, out ways to experience pleasure in your life. Um, I am gonna go through some towards the end of... I'm going to go through some practical ways to do that here as well, but that episode deals with it in detail and we'll give you a lot more information. So after this one, go over there, episode 57. But for now, I wanted to just give you a few practical interventions you can try this week to start creating more pleasure for yourself on a daily basis. This is something that, um, you know, you, you, you need to be pretty intentional about. As, as many of us, you know, we're not used to creating on purpose moments of pleasure for ourselves. In fact, most of us um, who deal with these things tend to almost, well, it's not on purpose, but we seem to on purpose create lots and lots of moments of stress for ourselves. So we we tend to do the opposite. Um, So getting really intentional about creating these moments of pleasure throughout our day is going to be really important. So as always, maybe writing out one of these small ideas I'm gonna share with you Uh, that you're going to work or practice incorporating every single day can help you stick to it. So use a sticky note on your counter with the reminder, with the behavior that you are going to practice engaging in or the thought you will engage in to create pleasure for yourself at least once during the day. And obviously, you know, we're talking about starting slow here, a little bit of pleasure every single day, but the goal would be to start uh, creating more and more of these moments every single day, creating more and more moments of pleasure for yourself on a daily basis. Okay, so here 
are a few ideas and there are so many and everybody is different and unique. So what brings one person pleasure may not bring another person pleasure. So just keep that in mind. You may have to experiment a little bit. Uh, You might have to do a little journaling to come up with a few ideas that might bring you just that little bit of pleasure on a daily basis. One of the things to remember here first and foremost is that our thoughts can create our feelings. So you know, if we're trying to create the feeling of pleasure, we can use our thoughts. And these could be any thoughts that you can think on purpose that bring up the feeling of pleasure for you. And this is going to be different, as I said, for everyone. But some ones that I've heard clients use in the past have been things like, you know, going over a gratitude list that was created for the day. So getting into any sort of gratitude practice can really help bring about feelings of pleasure. Another idea that I sometimes use with clients is to really go over a memory that brought pleasure in the moment. So reliving the memory can bring up that feeling of pleasure in the moment. But for many of us, though we will, you know, we are going to experience deeper, a deeper sense of pleasure through experience. And so creating small experiences throughout your day that can bring pleasure might be a little easier, a little bit more beneficial. I find it's easier for me um, when I create little experiences for myself that actually brings me pleasure rather than, I mean, I always do my gratitude list in the morning, but um, I, I feel, for me personally, I tend to experience pleasure at, I would say, a deeper level when I'm creating experiences for myself. So some real quick ideas that you could consider using would be things like using a scented hand lotion every time you get into your car. So keeping your favorite smelling hand lotion in your car and to really be mindful in the moment as you rub your hands with the lotion, as you smell it, you know, one of your favorite smells, by the way, any sort of scent that you enjoy and you can be mindful of while you are enjoying it can bring about pleasure very quickly. So using essential oils in the home or even a candle with a smell that you really enjoy and lighting that moments of the day um, because our brain reacts emotionally to smell uh, really, really quickly. Any sort of smells or scents that you can incorporate throughout your day that you enjoy can bring about pleasure. Another idea, um, if you happen to be a coffee drinker like me, to really sit down with that cup of coffee. Um, I have a whole ritual around this because it is very, it brings me a lot of pleasure. Um, But in that first moment, your first cup of, well, I only have one cup of coffee, but you'd want to do this with your first cup of coffee if you drink more than one cup of coffee. Um, But to really practice mindfulness with your first few sips. So really in the moment, noticing the warmth of the cup, really taking in the aroma And then really paying attention to that first couple sips of coffee. When we are mindful, you know, with these moments, anything mindful is going to create a lot of pleasure for us. Uh, One that I, another one I personally really, really enjoy and try to take part in on a daily basis is a hot bath where I put on my relaxing music playlist, I light a candle and really give myself um, sometimes even just five minutes because that might be all I have. Uh, to soak. And if I've prepared well, I maybe also add some Epsom salts. Um, But this has been really um, a daily moment of pleasure that I really have over time, that dopamine pathway has gotten even stronger for this. So I really look forward to it and experience even more pleasure 
in the moment with us with with that um the only problem is my daughter has also taken after me and loves 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 her bath time so sometimes i don't get mine because all the hot water is used up but if i can beat her to it uh that's one i really really love one other thing just a little comment if you have kids as i'm bringing that up about my daughter that is one of the things like i feel like i've done really well as a parent um, to model for her the importance of finding moments of pleasure on a daily basis, moments of space, moments of relaxation, moments of pleasure. And she has watched me do it. And I'll tell you what, she's 16 and I'm watching her do a lot of the things she has seen me do to create those moments for herself during her day. And I think that's so important because at her age, I was so not doing those things and drove up a lot of anxiety and things like that. So if you are a parent, that's another reason. Um, if you sometimes find it hard to do things for yourself that bring you pleasure, um, maybe using the idea that modeling that for your kids can be so, so important, can help you really motivate to do these things. Um, okay. So those are just a few practical ideas, but in a more general sense to experience pleasure, if we are working to experience more pleasure daily, because we know that that helps us take our dopamine system back, which is going to help us overeat less. It's going to help us have less intense binges, less frequency in binges. Then in a general sense, pleasure is going to come from being able to be in a mindful state. And so on, again, a general level, practicing mindfulness. Now, mindfulness in general throughout your daily life is going to really help cultivate more pleasure for you. And remember that mindfulness is about getting into the moment that you are experiencing and focusing on your five senses in the moment. The five senses technique is really a quick way to get mindful, to focus on your five senses in the moment that you are experiencing. This is how you can even find pleasure in washing the dishes by hand. This is how you can cultivate pleasure when walking. This is how you can cultivate pleasure sitting on your back deck or front porch or just getting outside and experiencing nature. Um, in all of our experiences, we have the choice to be mindful in that moment and focus on our five senses, and that is going to cultivate pleasure for us. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up there, but I really hope you can take something away from this episode, whether it be the ability to release some shame and guilt if you use food in a way that is in excess of what your body needs by understanding that the behavior is about over desire. It's, it's not about gluttony or overindulging in pleasure. And I hope you can take away the idea that cultivating moments of pleasure on purpose throughout your day is what can really help start to shift some of these overeating and or binge eating behaviors. Be intentional this week and try incorporating moments of mindfulness to create pleasure for you on a daily basis, just as an experiment to see if you notice any changes at the end of the week. Really can't hurt. Thank you all for being here and sharing this space with me. This podcast continues to grow and grow quickly, which is really fascinating to watch and also uh, really exciting and just keeps me so motivated and excited to keep these episodes coming out. And your support means so much to me. Um, 
Those of you who contribute monthly to the podcast support link um, at the end of the episode description, uh, that's from whatever platform you're watching. If you go to the episode description, scroll down, there's a link where you can uh, support the podcast um, even for a minimum of 99 cents a month, which is um, super, super helpful. Uh, and I appreciate all of you who are already doing that. And also those of you who are sharing it with friends, with family members, or on your social media, um, those of you who have given the podcast a five-star review, review, all those things really, really help and create that logarithm. Uh, so when other people are searching for things like weight loss, health, et cetera, um, it keeps that this podcast up towards the top so they can find it quicker. And that's what helps the podcast grow. So all those things really help me out and uh, help me to keep these episodes coming out weekly. Thank you again for listening, for being here, and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.